As always, when he ran into her unexpectedly, Kirk Marshall's heart did a little flip when he spotted Betty Case alone at a table in the country club bar. He learned to repress any emotional reaction when he knew in advance he would encounter her at some social function. But even after eleven years of her being another man's wife, an accidental encounter still threw him. She glanced up to see who had stopped so abruptly in the doorway and flushed slightly when she recognized his tall figure. Her flush caused his heart to flip again, for it seemed to indicate she too still reacted to their unexpected encounters. He moved over toward her table, a tall, lean man dressed in rumpled cotton slacks and an open-necked sport shirt. He said, casually, Hello, Betty. Where's the lord and master? Out on the lake fishing with Doc Daring, she said in an equally casual tone. Bud and I got bored spending Sunday afternoon at home alone and decided to visit the club. Bud's down on the beach. Bud, whose real name was Bruce Jr., was her ten-year-old son. Standing the golf bag he was carrying in the corner behind her table, Marshall folded his lanky frame into a chair across from her. He glanced at her nearly empty glass. Tom Collins? he asked. When she nodded, he called to the club steward. A beer for me, Al, and a Tom Collins for Mrs. Case. It would have been rude not to sit with her, since she was the only other person in the bar aside from the steward, he told himself. He wasn't going to carry his practice of avoiding her to the point of acting like a juvenile. While awaiting the drinks, Marshall examined Betty Case critically. At thirty, she seemed as lovely to him as when she had been his teenage sweetheart. She was tall and shapely, with a bust still as firm and a stomach as flat as it had been in high school. Her hair was the same strawberry blonde, and her golden tan skin still as creamily smooth. A good deal of the latter was visible at the moment, for she was dressed in the standard summer afternoon garb of the younger female members of the country club, very short shorts, and a halter. Suddenly glancing up, she caught his gaze on her. Are you admiring or disapproving? she asked sardonically. Admiring, he said with a grin. You always had the prettiest legs in Runyon City. Thank you, sir. If I were standing, I'd curtsy. Al brought over the drinks, and Marshall paid for them. Glancing around at the empty barroom, he said, Where's your clientele today, Al? Those that aren't out on the beach are on the golf course, the steward said. Wait till about five and the place will be packed. When Al moved back behind the bar, Betty said, Where's Lydia today? I keep hearing you've become inseparable.